0: Welcome to Dr. Vaughn's COVID-19 Updates, the podcast updates you daily on the pandemic. And now for Dr. Vaughn's COVID-19 update for June 3rd, 2020. Today, we'll be talking about Taiwan versus Sweden. Today, we'll go over the numbers. Um, well, worldwide, 6 million total cases with over 370,000 deaths. In the United States, 1.8 million total cases and over 105,000 deaths. And now, Taiwan versus Sweden. Let's talk about that. Taiwan versus Sweden. Well, Taiwan is an island of about 10 million people that up to the latest numbers, so from yesterday, has only had 443 total cases with seven deaths from coronavirus, from uh, COVID-19. Sweden, a country of 23.5 million people, has had over 40,000 cases and over 4,500 deaths. It is uh, reported to have a mortality rate among the highest per capita in the world for COVID-19 including compared to the other nordic countries which only have deaths in the hundreds why does sweden with twice as many people have so many more cases and deaths than little taiwan well taiwan's kind of interesting it's located very close to china and it had action taken as early as February 24th. On February 24th, they they had already put in place 124 action items, including border control from both air and sea, case identification using new data and technology, quarantine of suspicious cases, proactive case finding because they would track contacts uh, with the people that they knew were at risk, They had resource allocation from the government early on, uh, reassurance and education of the public while fighting misinformation. I don't know if they have as much freedom of speech, if they were doing a good job fighting the misinformation, negotiation with other countries and regions, and formulation of policies towards schools and childcare, and also uh, relief to businesses. So they, all the way back on January 20th, had activated something called the Central Epidemic control center, which is a part of their CDC. I don't even know if we have an equivalent to that. This country is so on top of epidemiology. In fact, their vice president is a Johns Hopkins University trained epidemiologist. So they acted on this and they told their people to wear masks and they uh, tracked where people were with apps and, and would actually even know if people were leaving their homes because of the, well, if they had their app on and left. There was no shutdown of businesses though. And yet to this day, still only 443 cases with seven deaths. Contrasted to Sweden, where other than gatherings greater than 50 people, there really was no social distancing put in place. There there were no uh, government actions taken to limit things. They just told people to uh, be responsible. and And yet highest mortality per capita in the world i chose two extremes in this versus today sweden uh, some have likened their approach to ripping off the band-aid just get it over with the idea being that we we have to get herd immunity somehow it's going to happen is it going to take years and will we get a vaccine in sometime during that period that so will lessen the uh, the toll that it takes on people's health and mortality by the time that we all get the necessary immunity to keep this from spreading. And also, uh, that would allow you to keep your economy going because you're not shutting things down. Well, now it looks like they're entering the worst recession since World War II for their country because of all of the cases that have happened. So that is, when when the economic argument is used for not shutting down or taking measures to prevent the spread, know that that could be a very short-sighted, concern for the economy and not the long-term. But of course we know politicians are known for not caring what happens after they get out of office. But Taiwan never even had to have a shutdown. That That is the, the, the cool thing about Taiwan is they just did the social distancing measures and the mask wearing and the hand-washing and tracking of cases. And they also have a bit of control over what message people are getting. Again, I, I said it before, I don't know how much freedom of speech is allowed there. And, and, you know, The price for that freedom is being paid uh, during this time of this disease. I'm not saying we need to not have it. I just, there's a cost to it and we need to be aware of that. That's it for today. Please do tell your friends who are interested in COVID-19 pandemic updates to subscribe to this podcast. That would really be appreciated. Until next time, Dr. Mark Vaughn telling you to stay in good health.